Michiana's first, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Good morning and welcome to Music to My Beers. Zach Miller with Warren Cluck. We are with you for the next two hours. We're going to talk about beer. We're going to talk about music and uh, even some movies. Some of our picks as well. Yeah, our first Rams uh, Super Bowl era show. Oh, they are the reigning champs now. Yeah. I saw a meme the other week, too, that said uh, your guy, Matthew Stafford, left the Detroit Lions and ended Tom Brady's career. Yeah, yeah he, had, he had quite a year. I do like how everybody came running to me with every Detroit Lions-related meme they found on the internet. They're like, ah, Matthew Stafford and Eminem are in the Super Bowl. That's as close as you're going to get. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it was super fun. But you know what? Happy for everybody. I'm mostly happy for myself that I covered five out of my six bets. So Yeah. Cha-ching. It was a profitable last Sunday after the show. So, um, yeah, and also today's exciting. This is the last... My last uh, few hours of being a bachelor. Oh, then you got to take it all in. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk more about my adventures a little bit later on the show, and uh, we've got some beer stuff coming up, and also a tasty split one we've had cellared for quite a while. All right. It looks like it's going to get better. We had a rough couple of days with all the freeze, but I'm excited, and uh, it's never too early to start thinking about spring drinking. And I had mm-hmm. my first thought. I'm like, man, you know what? We're inside of a month away from St. Patty's Day. Yes, we've got to snap this cold streak yeah. you know, that we've had. It's going to be what while. the music to my beers seven or eight year anniversary. Started in 2015, so that would make us seven. seven years. Wow. Whoa. Came back from a trip to Hawaii, and then we started the show, and it's been all all good from here on out. It has been. We've got yeah. a, and I'm sure once we get down to the St. Paddy's Day show, we'll have a fun, we'll do like a look back at all the trends and all the things that this show has experienced in the life of the, the craft brewery scene. But I got to tell you, man, I indulged heavily in the craft brew this week, and I can't sit here and say on a Sunday, after being a bachelor since Tuesday, that... Wow, I drank more than I thought I would. I knew I was going to drink a lot of beer. Oh, yeah. Because, how, how much? Uh, <laughs> what have you consumed? <laughs> it, it was a lot, but also I, I, I sort of told myself, I'm like, I'm going to take one or two days off. You know? Oh, yeah. But, and, and I didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it was fun, man. It was, I got a ton of stuff, a uh, ton of housing projects done, a ton of things completed, and uh, it, was, it was fun to sit back and start ripping back a few beers. It was It's weird to be alone. I think that's maybe how I dealt with some of the anxiety, but... Yeah, I drank my way. I ripped through a bunch of stuff in my cellar. Got a bunch of fun stuff from Citywide. Had some check-ins along the way, and uh, it was it was a blast, man. But I don't think I could live this way. You know, the one question you don't get well, if when my you're wife this decides, way? if my wife decides never to come back, I'll be dead in three weeks. <laughs> the one question I I always get from my wife, and that I don't get when she's not there, is, "Are you drinking tonight?" That's like always her go-to. So yeah. when when it's just me all alone, I'm like, "Am I drinking tonight?" As a matter of fact, I am. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> but it was, uh, it, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'd get home in the middle of the day around 2 o'clock and think, yeah. and think to myself, why not? You and can. It's also funny, too, because uh, a couple of things I, I got accomplished this week, I didn't really, I, I had been putting off the drywall in the basement, finally finishing up sanding it. But bigger than that, cleaning all the drywall dust. Oh, I bet that was a task. Yeah, we've laughed on the show before that this drywall project in the basement has been taking me forever, but also it's because I could just walk away from it for like weeks at a time and it's out of sight, out of mind. I don't go down there except to do laundry. So, yeah. But I finally, because I got the sanding done, had to sit down and actually clean the entire basement because I, as, as much as I tried to tape everything off, the dust gets everywhere, but also it makes oh, cleaning a lot more fun. You got the tunes, got the Bluetooth speaker down there, and then crack up in a cold one. And then my cellar's in the corner, so I'm like, "What do I want to have to <laughs> sip on during my breaks?" So it was, it was fun, but it also gave me a lot of time because I spent a lot of time in the basement to look at my cellar and think to myself, 
some of the stuff I've got to get through here pretty quickly. Some of the stuff I'm going to hang on and ruin. So, um, so I took took some some friends and uh, plowed through a lot of it this week. Because every day is a celebration when you're you're downstairs working and, and getting some stuff done in the basement, right? Yeah, and and uh, if I'm if I'm going out during the week or my wife and I are up to something or having you know beers with friends, it's always buy something new, go get something at the store mm-hmm. on the way, or get whatever's you know seasonal and great. Very rarely do I start my night off with a bourbon barrel aged. Yeah, uh, stout that I've had for four years in the basement. So it was nice to be able to kind of just get into that. Well, when when is that going to be a normal trend? Instead of going out to the store and buying something new, buying something fresh, taking it over to somebody's house, just like I think of, maybe I'm thinking of stuff from the movies and whatnot, but like people would bring over a nice bottle of wine and, you know, celebrate getting together with friends again. So right. maybe that could be your thing. You go down to the basement, you take something off the shelf and you go over to a buddy's house and you're like, hey, this is for reconnecting. Yeah, and it's funny because if it's just my wife and I, or we're just you know hanging out, um, I, I I can't start a night with one of those because the first thing I'll do is bring it up. And she goes, "Ooh, I know where our night's gonna go if we start with one of those." <laughs> and so you, yeah, don't even bother. You don't think about it, and then uh, and then then you have yourself with a with a cellar full of beers that you're risking ruining. But it was nice to get through some of like the last of my better half from founders that I've been hanging out to since I think 2018. I got through that. Oh man, awesome Panther Cub. Like a lot of those founders four packs that I've gotten. Classics. It's also in there. Yeah, it's also it kept me from buying more. Like when Fruitwood was re released recently, mm-hmm. and you know the the newest flavor of KBS. I haven't gotten those because I'm like I don't need any more of these founders twelve ounce bottles clogging up my my basement. <laughs> Got to make room for the bigger whales you're about to get. Yeah, it was nice, but also like this kind of a week gives me nothing but respect for guys who are single who are out there and just aren't. A complete oh, mess. I don't know how anybody does it. No. And I don't I know how like- I did it before I got married. <laughs> well, and I'm thinking, too, like right around the time you and I both got married, that was when the craft beer scene was really starting to pick up because it had, it had kind of been introduced a little bit to bars and restaurants here and there, but those were known as gastro pubs. But now it's like you can find Two Hearted at your hole-in-the-wall bar around the area. So, you know, craft beer has really uh, gotten into to our culture and only amped up like exponentially since both you and I, you know, got, got married. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot of fun to watch, uh, watch our little, uh, our hobby grow and even our own, you know, our own tasting boundaries. There were beers that I drink fairly regularly now that didn't exist styles that didn't exist even a couple of yeah. years ago, but also, you know, I, I would take down before you and I started this show. I mean, we would buy decent beer, but I don't ever remember hanging on to it and collecting it. Mm-mm. And it certainly wasn't a, as big, like I would never have gone to the liquor store and spent, 20 minutes picking out like a week's worth of, of IPAs because no, it wasn't that big of a deal. Who cares? Yeah. But the further you get into the hobby. So yeah, it was a, it was a fun beer drinking week, but I'm, I'm almost a little glad it's over. Like I need to get, get straight starting tomorrow. I'm like, I'm going to the gym <laughs> after I get off work. I'm going to just eat sensible meals. I'm not going to get, you know, I'm not going to take down a Batman calzone from little Caesars every night with so good yeah, with six <laughs> high gravity beers. So uh, I'm glad I'm here. And that was my, my full report. If you want to see some of my shenanigans, we'll get to the untapped thing a little bit later. I on. had like almost the exact opposite. More people came into town to visit me and like my, my wife's sister's in town. My in-laws are in town again. And uh, my wife and I, we went up to Grand Rapids yesterday and got to see Hamilton at the DeVos Center. So it was awesome. You're a big Hamilton fan? Oh, I love it. When that came out, I want to say it was like the Grammys back in like the 2016 or something like that. And they introduced the stage production. I listened to the entire album coming back from Chicago after dropping my wife off um, at the airport. And I listened to it from Just start to man finish. in his car by himself <laughs> with Broadway. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I need to learn this. I need to start singing along. And so I did. And then I, there's like, there's some weird, like, uh, cult following to that stage production where everybody, 
Everybody that got into it really got into it. Yeah, and it's like the biggest musical of the last 20 years, right? I, I want to say so, yeah. If it if it's not, I, I can't imagine anything else out there would I remember when it. Rent came out back in the 90s. That was a massive deal for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, obviously, you were in Grand Rapids. It's always a fun time because Grand Rapids, Michigan, is usually passing back the mantle of Beer City, USA, between that and Asheville, North Carolina. Seriously, yeah, they are so. There's so many per capita breweries and restaurants and stuff like that. And the way Grand Rapids is, it's a it's a big city, but it's not it's not uh, impossible to do in an afternoon or to you know to traverse if you're going to have a beer here or shop somewhere else. You know, it's it's fairly easy to get around, but everything's down. A lot of them are downtown within walking distance. And you lived down there for a couple of years. Yeah, or? yeah, I lived uh, in Grand Rapids for a couple of years, and it was funny because when I was there, the only places really to get craft beer there was uh there was founders obviously and then there was a little bar that was on michigan avenue that it's called logan's okay and they had and their big thing was you could there's they have 365 different beers so <laughs> we're going you, for but people will try to drink around the world and drink 365 of each they drink one of each different one uh, over the course of a year oh and and hopcat was there and that was really it and then i went back a couple of years later and harmony hall had opened up and Perrin had opened up and gotten so big and all of them, uh, it's it's like wow, I missed the boat, man. I should have asked you to be my tour guide and stuff because we we have some friends that live in like the Hudsonville area and, yeah. and whatnot. So we got some Ooh, good recommendations. Big old shopping mall, yeah. But uh, we went to Brewery Vivant. That was one of the ones that another one we that wasn't to hit up. wasn't there. No, and that one had just come in. Um, I don't know, a couple of years ago when we took our trip up to Founders, we were trying to find where that one was because it was brand new, and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, so here we are on this Founders bus trip. Let's go over to Hopcat. We'll get some crack fries and stuff. But let's go find where the uh, the Belgian brewery is. But it's really fun. But also looking back on my days, like when I was living in Grand Rapids, I think it was the it was almost the brokest I've ever been. Mm. So even if there were all those fancy all the craft breweries open now, I don't think I would have been able to partake <laughs> because I was more of a Coors Light, Milwaukee's best ice at the store. And then there's one bar in uh, downtown called Mean the Meanwhile, and they would do fifty cent cans of Black Label on I think Wednesday nights. That's a steal. Yeah, but that, that's about the financial wheelhouse <laughs> I was in. I lived uh, I lived just off of Diamond Avenue, but there was a, a gas station that didn't have gas anymore mm-hmm. that we would buy our beer at, and they would split twelve packs of Milwaukee's best ice, and then <laughs> and then tape them and sell them as six packs. Oh my gosh, that's janky as yeah, all get out. So, so that was about the wheelhouse <laughs> I was in. Like, order a Hungry Howie's pizza for seven bucks and then like take three days to eat it because I needed to. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's for the best because now I can go back to Grand Rapids and actually afford to go out and experience some of the, the awesome craft brew scene. But, when was uh, the last time you were there? You and your wife take a trip up there recently? Uh, we usually find ourselves there once every every year or so. Okay. My brother yeah. my brother Lynn and his wife live in Muskegon, so we'll find an excuse to kind of zip that way through as we as we head up and visit. But um, yeah, it's it's such a fun town, but what a great beer city. Yeah. From from start to finish. I mean, you can go there. My my fondest memories are like of sitting outside in founders and stuff. We didn't do that necessarily just because of the, the look chill. at all the people at the bus station. Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting around like those outdoor fire pits and stuff. But Founders to me just had uh, a really cool vibe to it. I remember the the music hall that they opened up. It's 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 changed quite a bit now that it you know I know that since we've gone back it has changed hands and stuff like that. But um but still, they they do quality beers, and you can get the like, the bottle shop only series that's there typically, and uh, stuff that you can only get at the brewery. I do like that some of that stuff makes its way out to to bottle shops because I've mm-hmm. seen a little bit of that on the south side, and it's like, oh, we're finally getting these down here. Yeah, okay. 
So that's awesome. Look at us having a couple of big beer weeks. You capped your week off at Grand Rapids, and I survived my uh, my week alone. (laughs) And now a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers. B-Movie! Zach had a great idea. Because I was a free guy this week, we're going to do the recent Ryan Reynolds smash hit, Free Guy. Have you seen Free Guy? I haven't, and it's weird because it seems like that's the, yeah, that movie's <laughs> like hits on all strike zones for me. I, I grew up on video games. I like Ryan action. Reynolds. Yeah, action is fun. Yeah. But uh, no, I haven't seen it. I, I, Since I the pandemic started, I've gotten real lousy with movie watching. I think I've probably seen, if it's not a documentary, I've probably seen two movies in the last couple of years. Really? Are you yeah. now? Are you an HBO Max subscriber? I'm embarrassed to admit that I have like everything except Apple TV Plus. Do you, dude? Apple TV is like the cheapest there is out there. It's four ninety nine uh, a month. You know what? I like like six months ago. It was back in October. Uh, I got an email and I had a couple of beers, but it was like it was an introductory. I, I bought something that came with a coupon, uh-huh. so I got Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN Plus for like twelve or thirteen bucks. Whoa! So I got so I, I got those and like yeah. between that and Netflix and mm-hmm. and uh, I was just like you know I'm not gonna pay for that la- I'm gonna wait mm-hmm. and of course Ted Lasso comes out and I'm like well maybe I should get Apple TV Plus. <laughs> so you're not a Ted Lasso guy yet? I haven't seen oh, it. Okay. No, well, but, I'll uh, save all spoilers and stuff. Yeah, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm, my wife and I are in a succession right now. I've heard that's good. That's on HBO, right? It's really good. It's very. It reminds me of Billions on Showtime. Okay, which is another insanely fantastic show. But it's like high drama. It's great because you kind of hate everybody in the show. Yeah, You're like none of these people you. are good people. There's not one <laughs> person here worth rooting for. Uh, but have you seen Free Guy? I have not. Um, I'm like I you. like this big trend where we're like for the last oh. six months we do movies we haven't seen. No, I know. I well, and the thing is, is I think it might even be on like Netflix or somewhere where you can watch it and stream it, or maybe it's on HBO Max. Uh, I could be wrong, though. I got a year's worth of HBO Max because of the Harry Potter reunion that they had. And my wife's like, we got to make sure we watch that on New Year's Day. And we did. And it was good. It was incredible. But now here I am with a full year of HBO Max because I, I thought, yeah, why not? And I had had a few beers before that, too, where they're like, hey, get the discounted price of a full year's purchase for like 27% off. So oh, yeah. I did that. And I watched The Matrix Revolutions. That's another one. Uh, we can get into the. It's like, your, it's like your phone knows, like, he's had some beers. Let's send him coupons and offers. Yeah. I don't like how every time I get a Grubhub or, or anything for Hungry Howie's or Taco Bell on Grubhub, it's always like, they know I've had three or four beers. They they know I can't go out and get my food. How do they know this? I know. It's like, this dude is ordering. He's on his phone every Saturday night around 7, 8, 9 o'clock. He's not going anywhere. Let's get him with special offers. He's had some beverages. Uh, I'm going to go first and say that uh, this this movie, should I sit down and, and watch it, will be right in my strike zone. I don't think Ryan Reynolds does bad movies. Mm-hmm. Everything I've seen him in so far, um, even going back to two girls or two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. I forgot he was in that one. Yeah, he's in he's in a couple. He's in one of my favorite movies. He's in Van Wilder. Um, he was great in Van that, Wilder. Yeah, that we watched a million times in my 20s. So I'm going to give this one four-pack of uh, one of my favorite double IPAs that uh, when I find it fresh, it's always a must-buy. Boss Tweed from Old Nation. Ooh, such a good, good, hazy double IPA, too. Those guys, they don't put out bad beers. I'm convinced. I've, had, I've never had a bad Old Nation beer. Yeah, the problem we had when when M forty three when I first started getting M forty three at my at my South Side bottle shop is that it was there, but it was always old, mm-hmm. always, always over <laughs> older than ninety days. And Boss Tweed is is when you find it there, it's it's usually about a month, two months old, but there's never there's never any in stock. It's always like, oh, there's a four pack, so I snag it. So awesome. Somebody else is uh, is on the South Side and uh, they're indulging as well. They know the Boss Tweed. Yes, Zachary. For me, um, we were talking about founders in the the last segment, and I had had a founders over the the last week that I kind of forgot about, and I think 
It might have been on the cusp of too old, but it's an imperial. So it's still like there's still some hops and it still holds up pretty well. And the Four Giants Imperial IPA. You had that one? Yeah. Uh, when it first came out, and I've had it a couple times since, but I, when I actually tweeted at Founders from the Music of My Beers account, like, why would you guys need to do this? Because they started releasing it in their really tall 19.2 ounce cans. Oh, they did? Yeah. If you've ever been like oh. the top row of like your Citywide or your Belmont and Chalet will have the, the big real, like the real, real tall cans. Uh-huh. And they've, they've sold all day IPA in a 19.2 for a long time. Yeah. And now they have four giants. And I just thought, why would you need <laughs> almost 20 ounces of a 9.4% beer? Yeah. It's, it's up there. And for how much alcohol it has and, and, uh, it's relatively inexpensive. It's not uh, yeah. a bank break. It's like fourteen bucks, I think. Yeah, for the four pack. Yeah. yeah, I think it was right around there. And I, what struck me as like interesting about it when I first saw it come out, it's like you're going to take your four best IPAs and you're going to combine the recipe and make it all into one. I thought that's kind of a cool idea. Like, let's go with our most successful IPAs and then like hop the crap out of it and uh, and also, I mean, make sure that they're at least big boys. There's a real stiff heat that happens with a lot of Imperial IPAs, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I like it or I'm or I I don't. Some days, some days I'll have one. I think this is that's too much, man. There's too much like hot malt burn at the end of this. Yeah, but it's for, all barley wine. Yeah, and and when you when you hop up and where you you juice up an IPA that much, it also gives you that real sweet hop finish. Like it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And some days I like it, and some days I'm like, this is I got to move on. This is foul. Yeah, I no I. I uh, I definitely enjoyed. Um, it was I looked at the bottom of the can too. It was ten twenty five of twenty one. So I knew that I was on like the ninety day mark when I first uh, bought it. But I thought ah, I'll hold on to it for a little while, and it, it still drank pretty good. Still drink pretty good. Well, and I noticed like Bell's will put on the side of their cans and bottles will say it's a six month shelf life. Everything from Hop Slam to Two Hearted, um, even Light Hearted. They're like this is this is six month shelf life. So I don't know if that's more for us or for them, you know, to know when to pull it and have their guys, you know. I always get real conspiracy theory, like, yeah, you want me to drink this in six months because you don't want me to. You want me to go out and buy more of it. You don't want me to hang on to mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah, uh, and it's probably a lunatic way of thinking. But no, not at all. Think I do ha- that thought does r- run through my mind. I'm like, hmm, like what is why why doesn't why won't the milk people let me keep this for three weeks? What's exactly. Their, <laughs> yeah, what's their deal? It's like the shampoo marketing scheme where it's like they add that repeat word on there, so you got to buy more shampoo yep. a lot sooner than you normally would. Absolutely. So I think it, it might be just be a marketing play. We are music to my beers, and you can always find us on Facebook. Obviously, we're on Instagram and Twitter. So you can celebrate us as we approach that seven-year mark of uh, a show. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. I, I honestly didn't think when we first started the show that it was going to last long. I thought people are going to hate this, and they're going <laughs> to decide they want to do something else, like you know, have two House of Hairs on Sunday. But yeah. uh, here we are, and uh, it's fun to have everybody along for the ride. We're also a, a Facebook group. We're a Facebook page you can like, but we also have a Facebook group you can join, and it's it's fun. We've had a lot of really great drinking heads up and tips and things that uh, people have spotted around town. It's yeah. been highly active. So if you listen to the show and you want to play along uh, the home game on your phone, yeah, uh, check it out. And if you were uh, here from the, the startup of the show, too, you'd remember that it, it was just an hour long. And that was like, well, that was it. Yeah, But then right. we morphed into the two-hour show. And uh, it's been cool seeing that group grow. And many people join and they'll like, tip us off as to whether or not you know, there's going to be the a, a drinking event coming up or something new to the area that we got to get our hands on, or 
Maybe you're somebody that is only able to listen to the podcast that we have every Monday around uh, noonish, and you can and you can get that podcast wherever you get those. But maybe if you're that person and you live out of state and out of the listening area, you know you can share with us what you're drinking on there too. It's fun. We want you to enjoy it. Be yeah. along for the ride. And you can also follow our drinking shenanigans uh, on the beer drinking app Untapped. It's at Dad Beers and at Man Bear Cluck, and I've been especially active. You know, we're laughing. We don't use that as much as we used to. When we first got the app, we log in every single beer we were drinking. Oh, I, absolutely. I, yeah, I drink eight beers on a Saturday. I log in every single one. Now it's like, have I had this? I think I've had this. I'm not going to bother logging it in. I'm going to log into all eight cores yeah, lights but, that I'm drinking right now. But it is still it's still fun to get on there and, and find out what's available around town. And uh, I especially use it when I'm out of town mm-hmm. just to find out what place near me has what. Yeah. Well, and also, too, if you can drink stuff that you can't necessarily get here in town, while you're out there or down, you know, in the south or out west, wherever, um, then it's kind of fun to be like, oh, I got to try this one. And, you know, we can drink along with you and be like, you know what? If I ever get out to California again, I'd like to go where Warren went. Yeah. <laughs> um, be our friend on the Internet. Uh, we have Beer Shirt Thursday on uh, on Instagram. So we're everywhere. We're always we're always with you. Absolutely. Even though we're a- even though we're only two hours of forgotten broadcast time on a Sunday, yeah. we're with you around the clock on the interwebs and social media. So join us for the the, uh, the trip. We'll be uh, another hour on tap. We're going to split open a uh, classic from about, uh, what, four months ago, five months ago? Uh, this split one we have this week. Every week, Zach and I like to highlight a particular beer and really do a deep dive and break it down um, with a different beer. And this one was given to us, and I don't remember exactly when they were in. The guys from Evil Check around the corner from the station here. Um yeah, they popped in this, was it this summer? We had kind was, of a brewer series thing going on. Yeah, and it, it was, was nice to have them. Early in the summer. Um, it's always nice to remain in contact with some of our closest friends and, and allies, too, here. Like, it had been, I don't know, a couple of years since we last had contact with Evil Check, and uh, those guys came in and were kind of telling us, giving us, like, the behind-the-scenes look, how COVID happened. Um, yeah, and when they were there, they left one behind, and it was yeah. BJ's Bourbon Mash. Ooh, and this is a 7% ABV. It's brewed with 55% corn, okay. two-row barley, wheat, and rye, and it's aged in wine barrels for 12 months. The wine, I definitely get, because when I first took a sniff off of this, I'm like, kind of smells like a sour. But Yeah, it does. And um, Maybe that's because of the wine barrels. I'm trying to think if it was five or six years ago, maybe even longer. It was maybe the first year or two we were a show, but... Um, Evil Check did a small limited release of some bottles, and that was the first time I'd ever been introduced with the horse blanket. Oh, yeah. That was the first, and they said horse blanket. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and you, you drink it, and you're like, wow, that's that's horse blanket. You can taste that. I mean, I'm a 4-H kid. So I'm a 4-H kid, so I kind of know what it smells like, but I'm <laughs> yeah. like, it tastes just like that, and how that, that flavor profile gets introduced into beer. But this is actually, like, you get the wine right away. I'm curious. Before you even take a sip, it looks like the, the mash tun that they're dumping all this stuff into, it looks like it's puckering. So I wonder if this is, like, pretty sour based on the first sip. Also has a very Master Shake vibe from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, you're right. <laughs> um, you do get a slight bit of sour, but it's not it's not like a pucker like that like that picture would lead you to believe. That's Ooh. actually yeah, almost kind of like a sweet sour. Yeah, it kind of mellows out there. It's like a, an initial bite um, of sourness, but I get I do get a little bit of I don't know like that that red wine. How red wine can kind of be a little sour or like a chardonnay or something a little dry, but then it kind of mellows out with a sweetness in there. Yeah, you get a little bit of the wine tannins, mm-hmm. uh, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's I, really good. I'll tell you this though, it doesn't taste like a seven percent. This tastes it 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 tastes as far as alcohol goes more like in the range of a goza, which is ever so light. I could drink this during the summer. 
Yeah, and um, I wish I, I wish the boys were here to tell us more about it. Um, how how they made it? Yeah, and, yeah. But well, uh, I think like anytime you put stuff into wine barrels, you get some of that. Like it's it's just like the bourbon, where you get a little bit of that whatever residues left on there. And I don't know. I'm I'm not familiar enough with wine to know whether or not they char it out like they do with the bourbon barrels and kind of get. Um, so then that way you get kind of a like a smoky flavor and stuff, or if it just goes into like white oak, and then you, you kind of get that mellowness from from the oak. This is pretty good. I don't see where a lot where the wheat and rye adds adds anything to the the flavor profile, mm-hmm. but I want to compare this to something I've had before, but I can't. It's just it's slipping my mind. But this is really good. It's an easy drinker. Mm-hmm. Not too sour. It's not too boozy. It's not too powerful. This is actually delicious. This is really good. They've got um, Stalin's Stalin's. Um, Coming up March 5th, their big uh, Stalin Day release. Yeah. So if you haven't gotten tickets for that, I think that they're still available if you go check them out on Facebook and whatnot. Yeah. And today's Crooked News Recnep's Day. So that's right. Here we are. Events are starting to happen. Spring yeah. is here. It's, it's no longer uh, just a terrible time to stay inside uh, all winter long. So this is where we have our staff picks for what we've been drinking over the past weeks or what we want to drink in the upcoming weeks or things that you should absolutely avoid. At all costs, and I do have an avoider. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. We don't get so, those very often on the show. No, I will. I will give you this. Um, I'm not going to kick it too hard because I got it for 4.99 for a six pack, and that's a pretty decent price for a hazy IPA. But at uh, Trader Joe's, they've got their. I want to say it's Boatswain. Yeah, it's their own brewery that they have. You can get any six pack you want for 4.99, and I bought the Home hazy of the two buck Chuck. Yeah, right. But look at that hazy. How hazy do you think that is based on the picture? Oh, Zachary, that's not very hazy at all. Exactly. It's so clear and it kind of had a skunkiness flavor to it. It it looked like it was just canned back in like December and stuff, but I would say if you're if you're getting into the hazy game, stay away from Trader Joe's hazy. The IPA is good, the double IPA is good, the stout is really good from them, but as far as the, the hazy IPA goes, nah. I wasn't a big fan. All right. So that's the first one I'm going to throw in there. Wow, first one is a thumbs down. I know. I'm sorry. Um, the next one I'm going to throw in is one that reminded me so much of the Sleeping Lion that Bear Hands had. They they produced a new Imperial Stout, which is called their Phantom Ships and Seas. It's got a really cool can design with it, too, like a bunch of different colors and um, kind of, I, I think that there might even be a, a ship on there, a pirate ship, but... Uh, you have to drink three of them to see the ship, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> it's like a magic eye. Um, but the thing about this one is, is for a stout, it actually has a little bit more bitterness, which is why it reminded me of the Sleeping Lion, because the Sleeping Lion is almost like an Imperial Black IPA when you're drinking it. But with that stout, there was a nice mellowness that you get from the chocolate and kind of vanilla flavor. But then you also get a really good hop flavor and aroma from it. Not just a bitterness that you get like in coffee and stuff. This is like a hop bitterness that comes from... I want to say, oh man, I, I I hope I can get this right. It's Centennial and maybe El Dorado. Uh, that sounds about right. Centennial and Willamette. There okay. we go. With the chocolate malt that's mixed in there and the finest barley. So mm-hmm. There we go. Um, oh, and my last, but not least. But not least. I, I know. I, uh, um, the one that uh, I had, and if you can get out to Illinois um, at Brickstone Brewery, it's really good. They have this Hazed X. Um, it's 2021-2022. Ooh. Um, and it was a really good hazy IPA. It had a little bit of like orange flavor to it and also some lactose and cream. So it had a nice, not just 
mellow, hazy IPA, but like a, a really good fruitiness to it, too. All right. So there are my picks. Uh, the one, the first one I'm going to throw in this week is one that, uh, luckily enough, I have a friend who's a, a big Great Notion addict, and he Ooh. likes to buy it. And usually will drop off one or two, but Old Man Ernie gave me... It's a new new double IPA they released. It's a collaboration they did with Equilibrium Brewery. Oh. And it's called okay. Juice Equal Juice. Ooh. And one, it's 8%. It's Galaxy and it's Citra. And it's classic great notion, super hazy. I don't I don't I've never had anything from Equilibrium, so I don't know what, what they brought to the table here. <laughs> it it like, tastes like an amazing great notion brewing beer to me. So we'll throw our name onto that one. Yeah. yeah it was <laughs> it was really, really great and and um I used to think, man, I wonder if I would like this brewery as much if I could get it all the time. But I went out and visited out, visited them out in Portland, and yeah, it was because it was no big deal. It was still fantastic. Oh man, that's so awesome! You know, sometimes that rare factor adds to like I like this beer so much because no one can get it. Mm-hmm. And another one I'm going to throw in, and this is the not the first time I've had this brewery, but the first time I've had this beer is I had the Tapestry of Obscenity IPA from Bad Dad Brewing Company. Oh yeah. I saw these guys for the first time just one random day at Citywide downtown, and I thought, cool, the can design's fun. I like the kind of the theme of the you know bad dad and everything. It's all the different names that come along with it related to fatherhood. But <laughs> um, it finally they finally started selling it at the Belmont on my end of town. Oh, nice! So I don't have to drive downtown to get it anymore. I walked around the corner on uh, Tuesday and thought, hey, all right. <laughs> so I I checked my tap really quick and I thought I've, I haven't had Tapestry of Obscenity, but it's really great. It's got a nice slightly sweet piney finish to it mm-hmm. but also i like bad dad because it's, it's priced for for the working man it really is and it's out of indie area too right like they're just kind of south of here uh yeah and uh it's it's funny because they're they just sort of came out of nowhere i, I had never yeah. heard of them and then all of a sudden everyone was carrying them so i don't know what the genesis was from when that place started fairmont fairmount uh indiana i don't know if it's fairmont fairmount just trying to see. I know I've had a few from Bad Dad, but like all beers, I'm terrible at checking into them. Oh, I'm like, did I have? I I know that I've had Tapestry of Obscenity. I, but I haven't checked into it. So I haven't had a bad beer, and they've and they've got something for every every palate. So if you have a chance to check out, the cans are really fun to look at. And uh, again, my other favorite part, price for the working man. Yeah. And the last one I'm gonna throw in is a beer that I've had before. But it had been a long time since I had it, and I had it uh, after the show last weekend. I went to the Crooked U for their Super Bowl party, uh-huh. and they had some Recneps on tap. And I wanted to, I wanted to have a couple beers, but also wanted to take it easy because I was driving. But also, I I had worked the next morning, uh-huh. so I I forgot what a great classic oatmeal stout that is. It's fi- it comes in at five percent. It's rich. It's tasty, and the first sip is as good as the last. It's one of the OGs from Crooked U. Yeah, and uh, today is actually Recneps Day. It's the seventh annual Recneps Day, and I love it too because they there have been a, co- a couple of times that we've gone down there for Recneps Day, and that they, they have a couple of different not just the variants, but also was that where we had like the thirteen fourteen percent Recneps? My I think I'm a different one. No, you might be right, but they have different variants on tap later on today when the U's open. So if you're looking for something to do, I might even swing down. Yeah. And uh, and try some because it's great. It's a it's a it's a great easy drinker, but also you forget having a great oatmeal stout from time to time. It's 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 good. Oh man, I do love it. And if you think we sound like we're having a stroke or an issue because we keep <laughs> saying Recneps, it's Spencer spelled backwards. Yeah. that's why that sounds the way it does. So we've had a uh, a, a definitely a, a drinking week, man. It's exciting. I had the entire house to myself for the whole week and got to get into some beers. 
Things that I forgot about and things that I haven't had a chance to try yet. And Zach went to the big city last night for Hamilton. Oh, man. It was and, awesome. Uh, and spent the evening <laughs> in Grand Rapids. So um, had a lot of fun. Anything in particular you're looking forward to uh, in the next month or so of drinking events? Yeah. I mean, St. Patrick's Day, which is always on the horizon. So I get excited for that just because I think St. Patrick's Day to me is going into a bar and having a Guinness like I've had a Guinness for the first time. You know? When when you first just, time I ever had a Guinness, I hated it. Did you really? Yeah, I was like twenty one, oh. twenty two. Mm. And when you're when you're in the wheelhouse of of drinking Coors Light and uh, and iced beers, no, having one of those, you're like this, oh. this is not. I don't understand. I I may have uh, not been of legal drinking age when I first had mm. my Guinness. Wow! But I remember the guys that introduced me to it. I had no idea that this beer like existed at all my my wheelhouse was miller high life or whatever the cheapest boxer remember that when it came in a 36 pack boxer beer yep there was Ugh. beer 30 yeah mad dog 2020 was who we were used to drinking and we go down to these guys uh house and they're like hey you want to get us at saint patrick's day i'm like get us i i mean sure why not and i tried it and i was like oh finally a beer that tastes just as good as coffee, which I love coffee. So I, that to me was my first like uh, orientation into uh, a Guinness. And I ever since then, I'm like very fond of the Irish stouts. I didn't like it so much that when I first tried it, I didn't have it again until I was probably 27 or 28 years old. And did you have a new appreciation for it when yeah. you had it later? Yeah, it's it's good. I don't I don't drink it regularly. I think the biggest problem I had with it initially is <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce D-R-A-U-G-H-T. I'm like... Yeah, I'll take a Guinness draw. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's 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 definitely St. Patty's Day is, is rolling around. Um, I, I love the the fact that like fiddlers will a lot of times do a big St. Patrick's Day celebration. I mean everybody has their own kind of thing, but fiddlers to me is like you're walking into an Irish pub and even the one St. Patrick's Day where they're there, they were screen printing Guinness shirts. It's so funny how St. Patty's Day in, in South Bend in particular has changed since we started this show because mm-hmm. Man, I'm trying to think. When this show first started, it was there was you know the all day celebration. People would start drinking at Fiddlers. There was the DTSB tent party where oh. it seemed like the entire city was down there. Mm-hmm. And because those two events sort of bookended each other, it was cool to just be downtown and drinking all day long and and going from from place to place. And it's funny to see how not only the the day has changed. Obviously, we had COVID. Mm-hmm. The tent party it went away, and uh, it's just it's funny to see how things. A lot of those bars we used to go to aren't even there anymore. Yeah. No, I know it. <laughs> Well, and Madison Oyster there for a while was closed, and now it's back open again. That's right. <laughs> so that's a good place to go hang out if you want three three different levels of like a different bar scene. Yeah, and uh, then of course we have Corby's, so it's uh, hmm, yeah. Well, we might have to go back downtown the St. Patrick's Day. For me, what does it land on? <laughs> for yeah, I was going to say for me, it, it lands on what day it is, but also it's weather dependent. Ah, that's true. Like yeah. I like St. Patty's Day. I don't like St. Patty's Day enough to freeze. Mm, yeah, like, no, you're right. <laughs> I want to say it was maybe what was it seven eight years ago? We had that in that bizarrely hot St. Patty's weekend where it was oh. like sixty five or seventy degrees. It may have even been warmer than that. You guys had the leap, right? And it was like the perfect weather for the Leprechaun Leap. We yeah, we had it was adjacent to a cluck show, so St. Patty's Day bus tour. We did hey, here's how long ago no. it was. We opened up the, the day with two hours of live broadcast at the Tilted Kilt. Remember that? Oh yes, I do. Yeah, and then we I think at one point we posted up at the at the Leprechaun Leap and then we found ourselves at Hula Hands here in Mishawaka <laughs> when that was a thing. So yeah, some 
serious memory lane, but no, St. Patty's Day is going to be a great time, and it, I think it's going to be one of these things where I have to dry out for a couple of weeks after this week. Mm-hmm. So right yeah. around St. Patty's Day, I'll be I'll be looking to get after it again, the roaring ready to go. Yeah, yeah, after I you know take the gym serious for about a month. All right, all right, all right. So as far as the drinking events go, today is one of them because it's Recknep's Day at the Crooked U. Um, we've been to a couple of these in the past. I mean, we love the U, not just because it's close to our home, but it's like right there on the river, so you can also, grab a pint. And it works out great because they open up at noon, which is right when the show ends, so we can yeah. skeet right by on our way home. Sunday breakfast there is phenomenal, though. So, that's all I'm saying. But pull up to the bar, get a Recknep stout, get a couple of Recknep's because they've got several variants, and then also get some lunch, too. Not on us, but on you. Yeah, we're not yeah. paying, <laughs> we're not paying no. for that, no. This show um, costs us money to do. We don't have a budget. <laughs> exactly. Um, something that's coming up then in the following weekend, the Pillars of Elkhart are doing their Prohibition Pub Crawl. It's going to start at 7 p.m., and there's several different uh, speakeasies, quote-unquote, on Main Street that you can go into. They're encouraging costumes. One is a Five-Star Dive Bar, another Gateway Cellars. They've also got Hardee's, 523 Tap and Grill, and Brass Elk, who we've had on the show before as well. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, kind of nice to... Pop into a couple of these places and and enjoy a pub crawl with some friends. You know, it's the bee's knees. I remember my pub crawl days. (laughs) And uh, lastly for the events, Stalin's Day uh, with Evil Check, the the beer that we decided to split today. Um, That's going to be happening March 5th. So you can get tickets for that by going to their Facebook page, checking it out. And I feel like um, in the past, that's been kind of indoor, outdoor, um, open up the beer garden a little bit. And that's just a cool place to chill to. And... Not too far away from here, so no. you know, after the show, we could just pop on over. Well, we're fully booked, Miller. Absolutely. Got a lot of fun stuff to look forward to. Oh, there was the announcement made that October 1st, uh, Michiana Festival of Beers is returning to Four Winds Field, so that's kind of cool. They've already got several local people lined up for that, and uh, I'd say if you've got nothing on your calendar in October, put that on. Yeah, we'll have to uh, we'll have to have the, have the gang in. Yeah, have them back. I'm excited. Yeah. So they, that by that time we'll have summer under our belts. I know, I know. This yeah. will be a, an interesting summer too. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I can't wait. It's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a summer of fun. We're gonna get the show back out there and uh, and explore Michiana. Thanks for joining us uh, for another exciting week of music to my beers. I know I just said it's exciting. It may not have been. It may have been completely boring for you. It may have just you know what? It was definitely exciting if you had beer. Yeah, yeah. We had a good time. So uh, I don't know how you felt about it. We had a blast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Sunday. It's Cluck and Zach. It's music to my beers. Cheers. Cheers. Music to my beers on 103.939 The Beer. Podcasts by Federated Media.